Welcome to the Don't Call Me Skinny podcast. I'm your host, Coach Sarah J with CP Fitness. I'm an online nutrition coach and trainer who tells it like it is. I work with women all over the world through my online programs. Each Wednesday, I drop an episode dissecting diet culture norms to give you the facts and reality of nutrition and fitness and how they fit into your world. The current diet culture needs to be revamped, and I'm here to set it straight. My passion is teaching you how to take control over your nutrition, fitness, and overall mindset with my no BS approach. Please remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only and should never be used as medical advice. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to leave a review, a rating, share it with a friend, and as always, please keep coming back for more. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Don't Call Me Skinny Podcast. Super excited to have you here today. Happy Wednesday. Okay, so most of you know my powerlifting meet was this last weekend, and I'm actually not doing a podcast on it yet. I'm going to be super honest as to why, and that reason is because I'm still sort of uh, <laughs> gathering data, if you will, or decompressing my experience. Um I think that if I came on and talked about something today, because technically I'm recording this, you know, before Wednesday, and I haven't had a moment to really filter through all these emotions and things that I have learned and things that I have done during this process. Um, I think back to like how far long I started this, like 18 weeks ago, like almost five, four or five months ago. Um, like May, let's see, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Yeah. So even seven months ago, I knew I was going to do this. So it has been a long time in the making. It has been a lot of work. Um, and to see that work come to fruition is pretty exciting, but also pretty mind blowing. And because of that, that requires some, if you will, moments to kind of, I don't even know, let it, everything sink in, let things decompress, let I don't know, let thoughts happen um, naturally. And so for me personally, I'm just kind of like trying to just soak it all in, take it all up. And um, really when I give my podcast about it, I want it to be a full-blown experience. Uh, essentially, I don't want it to be, oh, I have, I have this little piece here and that little piece there. I want to really talk about thoughts and feelings and experience and 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 whatnot going through it. So I do appreciate, I got numerous, like numerous amounts of messages, texts, uh, through Instagram, through Facebook, on my stories, all the stuff. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you so much if you were one of those people who, um, messaged me and I just want to let you know, like it really meant something, uh, that people took time out of their moment just to say, Hey, good luck. Hey, thinking about you today. Hey, go crush it. Hey, whatever the fuck it was you're going to do awesome, this, whatever. It doesn't even matter what it was. Um, I just really appreciate that I was on people's brains for a hot second and they thought of me to send a message. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to shift gears here a little bit for this podcast. Normally I feel like lately I've been doing a lot of mindset and empowerment type of podcast. And I want to shift here back a little bit to some nutrition pieces because I think it's, um, you know, I think this is something that needs to be discussed here as it came up actually in my group coaching program. 
And I thought it was an incredible question. Like I had Megan mentioned, by the way, we are in week two of group coaching and it's fucking phenomenal. I'm absolutely uh, thrilled, if you will, with my uh, group that I have right now. And they're just absolutely crushing it, which includes asking questions when needed. Um, I have a client, I have one of the group members that's almost asking like one question each day, which is awesome. It gives stuff to talk about. It gives, um, you know, things for other people to learn that they might not know, or they're not even thinking about that thing yet. And it, it doesn't even spark like, Hey, I might be doing this not the right way. Uh, and so it, it's just a great opportunity to learn from each other. That's what I really love about the program. Uh, and so this actually was a question that came up in the program itself. I'm actually going to read if I can get to it. I want to read what was actually said. Um, because, yeah, because I think it would be more beneficial. So now I'm trying to get to that spot. <laughs> so I should have had this all uh, done already. Hang on. Okay. That was also another good question. Okay, so this is really about um, how to create a balanced meal essentially. And this person is like, I'm not really sure I'm creating these things correctly. Right. Um, and I thought that that was kind of interesting because, you know, we often talk about doing specific things like I can't eat carbs. I just need to eat better. I need to stop snacking. I have to eat cleaner. I can't have sugar. I need to whatever that, I need to eat more vegetables, right? We lay these kind of blanket statements on what it means to get healthier or what we think, language that we use that helps make us feel even like we're going to get healthy, right? I'm going to eat cleaner. I just, I eat clean. Um, I need to eat better. All that is like very generic, broad language that we use to make ourselves feel like we're doing something, but it's when we get specific in what that looks like. Well, I, I need to eat better. What does that mean to you? Oh, well, I need to do this. Oh, okay. Well, what does that mean to you? Right? Typically, there's a question that can continuously be put onto that. Well, what does that mean? Well, what does that look like? How does that feel? What does that mean? What does that look like? How does that feel? Right? So typically, we use very generic language because it honestly, it feeds our ego that we're going to actively make a choice to do something. But eating better isn't an act, is not an action. Eating better is a generic statement. Okay. And so I thought that this question was interesting that she, she, I'm, and I'm having a hard time finding it, which sucks. Um, I, I, I want to be super clarifying here that, um, in, in my group coach program, there are no quote unquote, like dumb questions. I know everybody says that, but it's like, again, there's something to always kind of be learning from somebody else. Um, and so she was having kind of a hard time planning her meals essentially. And so she was asking about wanting to make a, uh, like just like a, like a, what does a balanced meal look like? Um, and I can't find the exact question. And I addressed it in our call that we had, but I'm going to talk about it here. What is a balanced meal? What does that even mean when we talk about hashtag balance, right? And we're talking about those things, but when we're trying to create a meal plan, essentially to 
get to our goals where we like, you know, these ladies have specific, you know, goals that some of them are trying to reach as far as macros go. So maybe they are trying to hit a certain protein or carb or fat ratio, specific amounts of grams each day, that kind of thing. Um, they, you know, they're, they're looking for specific things. So when we start tracking our food, we can realize, man, I'm really short on protein or I'm really low on fat or holy hell, I'm like eating the shit out of the carbs. And then it becomes, how do I balance that better? And so we, what we want to do is always how, well, how I always do is start with my protein. So in my opinion, and I'm going to say my opinion, because I know that there are people that might disagree with me and that's okay. Um, to keep it simple, there are a few different things that I look for in a balanced meal. Three specific things are going to be protein, carb, and fat. Okay. Those are kind of your main building blocks, but within those building blocks, what all else needs to be paid attention to. And I think there's two main things that we need to be paying attention to. One is going to be your micronutrients. Okay, so this are going to be our, our omega-3s. It's going to be our fiber, which are two really important things that we want to be paying attention to. Okay, and then outside of that, it's going to be, is what I'm doing maintainable? Because if we go to such a restrictive diet, right, you can eat broccoli, chicken, and rice every fucking day. But is that maintainable? Yes, it hits protein, it hits your carb, it hits your fat, depending on what you're cooking it in, um, technically, right? And it hits your fiber, you know, you're getting in some micronutrients, you're getting in some fiber with the leafy greens, that kind of thing, you may be, whatever, right? But is that maintainable? I see so often, so many people are like, just eat chicken, broccoli, and rice. Just eat chicken and rice and throw in a vegetable. Chicken and rice is great. I could eat chicken and rice probably a lot of days of my life. Okay. I'm not even going to lie, but I will also vary the vegetables that I'm putting in. I will vary the flavors that I'm cooking in because if I'm just going to eat fucking boiled chicken and rice, it will not be maintainable for me. It just won't be. Um, that's a reality is I like, uh, not just those things. Okay. And so when we, when we look at it from that perspective, so technically for me personally, there's three main building blocks and within those building blocks, there's two little minor things. So let's talk about the three main building blocks first, and then we're going to go into what does that look like deeper? Okay. So your protein, your protein, there's a couple of different things. You can get some fat from your protein, depending on how lean of the cut is. So if you're doing something more like steak, right? You're going to have a higher fat content. Chicken thighs are going to have a higher fat content than say chicken breast, uh, like a turkey loin, turkey, um, excuse me, what else? Um, and your, your lean kind of meats, um, salmon is going to fall into that fat category as well. Uh, that, so there's a variety here that we can go with, right? So you're going to have some kind of protein. I, I typically always build my meals from protein, carbs, and fats because typically my fat is pretty simple. I can add in solely based off of just what I cook my, my food in and we're solid and good to go. Okay. Um, but my, so my protein is like my essential building block. I like a variety of different proteins to get in different micronutrients. So this is where that, that, a step further goes. Different micronutrients, uh, minerals and vitamins and all sorts of stuff is going to come from a variety of food, right? But then you get all this caveat issue is at like, 
well, yeah, but I, I, I meal prep the same thing for five days a week. That's cool. Like if you're going to meal prep your lunch or meal prep your breakfast, that's cool. But maybe eat one kind of protein at breakfast, one kind of protein at lunch, and one kind of protein at dinner, right? So maybe you go with a turkey sausage. Maybe lunch is chicken and maybe dinner is steak or salmon or something along those lines. Because the other issue with just eating chicken and rice and broccoli every fucking day is there is no variety of micronutrients. Cool, you're getting in all the micronutrients from broccoli over and over and over. What about all the other micronutrients that exist, all the other vitamins and minerals that are in the world that your body actually needs? We don't take into account enough for those things, okay? So I always start with my protein. What is my protein gonna be? Cool, now what am I gonna add to that, right? What is next? For me next, it's gonna be my starchy carb. That's gonna be like my energy piece, rice. I typically go with rice, pasta, or potatoes of some kind. It could be sweet potatoes. It can be fried potatoes. It could be mashed potatoes. It could be chicken fried rice. It could be like whatever kind of rice you like, white rice, brown rice, Spanish rice. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, And then the pasta, it could be regular pasta, protein pasta, chickpea pasta, lentil pasta, whatever floats your, whatever your, your, little heart wants. Those are the things that it can be, right? Also, again, if we change up that variety, right? We're getting some potatoes in one day, we're getting some rice in a different day, we're getting in some pasta a different day. Maybe one day we have regular regular pasta, maybe one day we have chickpea pasta, maybe one day we have white potatoes, maybe one day I have sweet potato, right? We're there we're, we're varying because why? We're getting in different micronutrients. What you get from a white potato is different than what you get from a sweet potato. Is different than what you what you're going to get from white rice to brown rice to this rice to that right? Like everything matters, and that's why variety is important. But also, let's hypothetically say, like you're cooking your chicken and rice, and you're doing like a stir fry bowl for lunch. Great. How can what can we add in the morning? Let's maybe do a pancake. Let's do a waffle, right? Some a bagel. We could do those things. And then in the, in the evening time, maybe we're having rice at lunch. Let's have some potatoes at dinner. Let's have some pasta at dinner. How can we vary it up? So you start with your protein, you go to your carb source, then you go to your fat source. Again, your fat can come from what you cook the meat in. It can come from, I, I actually, um, I add a little bit of oil into my pasta when I cook my pasta. Uh, so I know that's like the cardinal sin of Italians. Um, because we actually use the starch of, of the pasta, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I actually do add in a little bit of oil into my pasta, just help prevents it from sticking essentially from the, the starch itself. And it's a way to get in some fat. If it's a low, lower fat meal or I'm low on fat, it's a great way for me to add in. Now it's not like it, it absorbs so much into the pasta. It's just a little bit, right? It's just a little bit. Um, so then your fat can come from, Again, your protein source, depending on if you're like a steak or a salmon or you're something on that end versus something super lean, or it can come from what you cook your meat in. So if I'm cooking chicken breast, I could cook it in avocado oil, olive oil, or something along those lines, okay, Um, and be fine. And there's my fat, right? Now, I will say, then we typically add a vegetable. So a broccoli, carrot, peas, Sometimes my kids eat corn. Yes, I, it's, peas and corn are kind of those starchy, what they call a starchy vegetable. Uh, and they have more carbs, say, than broccoli or things like that, which is fine. But again, we're also going to go back to what can you maintain? If you fucking like peas, eat them. If you fucking like corn, 
eat it, right? Now I, I would say make sure the rest of the meal hits everything else. Uh, we eat a meal called mince and mashed potatoes. Um, my kids typically like it also with rice, um, which is kind of nice because we can vary it up. But I will say I grew up eating mince and mash and corn. And you like, it's almost like a bowl. Um, like KFC has like the the bowls, like it's got the chicken and the mashed potatoes and the corn and the cheese and the gravy and it's all like that. So that's what it is. It's ground meat with great, with brown gravy you can do mashed potatoes, however you like them made. And then you can do, um, what's it called? And then corn on top. Okay. That's how, that's what we eat. I sometimes will put peas on mine cause they have more fiber in them. I, I like either, but I'll also eat it with carrots. I'll also eat it with broccoli, but I'm just saying like, it's like a nostalgic thing for me. And as long as the rest of my day looks hashtag balanced, right? It's okay if I eat some fucking corn. It's okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. It's not that I don't have a balanced plate. It's not that, right? The, keep in mind all these other things. And that's why all the meals throughout your day play a role in what you have throughout the whole day, which is hard sometimes too, because it's like, oh, I didn't get this. I need to, I have to get it in at dinner and, and now I'm forced to get it here. And sometimes you do have to play that game of, I, I didn't do it then. So I have to do it now. That's that sacrifice piece that, that will always come into play in this particular game of, is it a balanced meal? (laughs) Okay. Um, and so when we're getting our fiber, we're getting those fibers in from starchy greens and stuff. Uh, you, there, there are other way berries are a really great way. So you can always, you know, front load your day with that by getting in some starchy car, um, starchy carbs, some fiber with the berries. Like you could put in overnight oats, you can put it in a smoothie, you can put it on your yogurt. Like all of those things will work. They matter. Oh, and there goes my battery on my computer. Oh, schnicky bits. It might die on me, but that's okay. Um, and so though that that's kind of how we create a balanced meal. We start with a protein, we go to a carb, we make sure we have our fat, we make sure we're getting in some fiber, and we also make sure that we're getting in some micronutrients. That's it. It makes it very simple once you know the certain criteria that you have within the protein, carb, and fat is how you get in your micronutrients. That's how that will work. It doesn't have to be complicated. I was talking about this with somebody uh, last week. I don't know. It may have been, may have been, I don't know if it was in person or it was on something. Anyways, that piece doesn't even fucking matter. What I guess matters here is that we overcomplicate this process because we've been told to. We overcomplicate what a meal looks like. Why are we overcomplicating it? Because we're told we need to eat better. Well, what does that mean? Well, you need to eat no carbs. You need to eat less carbs. I see all the time on here. Um, in Facebook groups, people coming on here talking about how their doctor told them they can't have this or that because their triglycerides are high or this is high or that is high. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You do not have to go out cutting food groups. Your sugars are high, can't have carbs. No, that is not how this works. It doesn't mean that you can't or don't have to adjust some things in your diet by diet, I mean what you consume, but that doesn't mean you have to go blatantly disregard entire food groups. And that is why we are so confused as to what to do. That is why we are so overcomplicating or how we overcomplicate the process. Because these are people that we're supposed to trust. You guys are supposed to go to the doctors. You're supposed to be able to trust your doctor. You're supposed to be able to think that what they're doing is in your best interest until you start to realize it doesn't add up. 
it doesn't make sense. Then you start questioning what you're doing. Then you're like, I don't understand. But the problem is, is there's no kind of like what I talked about last time, there's no in between. So you go from zero to a hundred, you cut all this shit out. And then, and then you're like, that's not feasible for me. I can't do that. And so then you don't do that, but then you do nothing again. We're back to square zero and it's like shit. And then the cycle starts again, right? That was literally all of last week's podcast, but that is why, because we overcomplicate what we're supposed to do. We over like, shoot. It's like, Hey, Let's just, instead of cutting shit out, how about you just consume a little bit more protein? Or how about you take out, you know, instead of eating out five days a week, go eat out four days a week. What happens then? Boom. And let's have that conversation. Because seriously, we overcomplicate. We shoot so far. It's like, shoot for the moon. And if you miss, you land among the stars. No, this is like you shoot for the moon. And if you miss, you're going to spiral back to earth like a crazy chicken. That's what's going to happen. And that's always ends up being what happens. Like we know this, we've talked about this a thousand million times, not just on this podcast, but I know that these conversations happen outside of places too. Right? So that is a big deal. And that is why we overcomplicate it. But what we need to also remember is that generic language when it comes to hashtag balance or hashtag, you know, balanced meal, whatever the case is, generic language will never work. Eating better. I need to eat better. I just need to eat better. Oh, I just need to eat, eat better. How many times have you said, I said this, I don't even know how many times. I don't even know if I realized I even was saying shit like this. Yeah, and all the time, this again, this one gets me so good when I get on a phone call. Well, I eat pretty clean. What the fuck does that mean? Eating clean isn't real, y'all. I, I, again, I have a whole podcast on this. Unless you're fucking, like washing your fucking chicken before you eat it. It's, that's not real. Eating clean doesn't make sense. We don't eat clean. We eat whole foods that are nutritious or we eat less whole foods that are nutritious. Like that's how this works, right? But that's the language that we're using. It's a language that we say. Why? It's what we're told. Well, you just need to eat cleaner. Just eat cleaner. How many, how many fit influencers have you seen on Instagram tell you to eat clean? Eating clean in a day. This is how I eat clean every day. Go stuff a sock right? So the, the whole, that whole premise of this, right? Or I can't, can't have sugar. Now I'm not saying to go out and eat spoonfuls of sugar. It does not help the medicine go down. Okay. But, and I'm not advocating for that. Okay. But I also going to go back to that other piece, that fifth piece that we talked about of what in life is maintainable. And I'll tell you this, that the more actual nutritious food that you start there it goes. It just shut down. The more food that you start putting in your body that's nutritious, the less you even want the sugar. Like, let's be real here. The less that you think things like um, donuts and all that stuff are more appetizing, and the more it's like, man, I, I just want to add some honey onto my yogurt. <laughs> like, that, that, that becomes, quote unquote, enough for you. It doesn't have to be this huge spectacle that we make it again, overcomplicating the process. But I never advocate for people just to cut sugar out. Even, um, Jetta, the, um, the lady that I had here on my podcast, um, over Thanksgiving, that's when it aired. I was like trying to think of when it aired over Thanksgiving. Um, she was, she 
even on her Instagram recently, I don't know if you ever followed her or not, but like yesterday or something, she put on like the five things my family don't do, right? One of those things was they don't eat um, additive sugar. So if, if the food has added sugar in it, right, they don't consume it, okay? But you never once heard her say that you can't have sugar. You can't have a candy bar. Even um, on the podcast that she did, if you do listen to her or follow her or anything else, she did talk about is sugar in, in uh, part, like cause does sugar cause inflammation essentially, right? And what ends up happening is that we restrict the sugar so much, even out of the things that it comes naturally in, like fruit, right? That our body actually then doesn't know how to process it. That's a lot of where the type 2 diabetes comes in. We've restricted, restricted, then we add it in and we overconsume that. We don't move. We don't put the sugar, i.e. Uh, the glucose to work essentially when it gets into our bodies. And then when it's in our bodies for more than two hours, it turns into, it gets into the bloodstream, hence type two diabetes. That's what ends up happening. Okay. Cause the body just doesn't know how to process it. Then it's like over, over consumption. It's like not doing something for so long. It's almost like working out. You don't work out for six years. You go train legs at the gym and now you can't sit down to go pee. It's the same concept with sugar. Right. But even in that podcast, she talked about the fact that she's like, eat a piece of chocolate. That's fine. Eat a piece of this. That's fine. Right now there's quote unquote, better, more healthier option chocolate then, you know, your Milky Way per se. But at the same time, it's like, it's also not going to fucking kill you to have an Oreo. It's just not, you're not going to die. And so we've gotten to this place where everything is so black and white and this and that and can't have that, but have to eat this and don't do this, but you got to do that. And it's so opposite end of the spectrum. There's no middle ground. There's nowhere that it's able to come together where you can actually figure this shit out and make mistakes because the assumption is, well, now I ate sugar, now I'm a failure. Now I ate carbs, and so I failed. And now I did this, and so I failed. So that's why I feel like the fifth element of what a balanced meal really is has to be a part of it because you can have your protein, you can have your carb, you can have your fat, you can have your fiber and micronutrients. But if it's not maintainable, if it's not a way of life that you can eat forever, it doesn't fucking matter. And again, that doesn't mean I'm condoning fast food every fucking day. But it also means that, hey, maybe one of those days you're going to have to get fast food. I've been there. I've done it. Do fast food, typically, do they have balanced meals? No. No, they don't. You might get your, your carb, your fat, some protein. You're typically not getting fiber and you're definitely not getting micros. But it's maintainable for that day so that you can fucking get your shit together for the next day and then the next day and then the next day. And that's how the process works. That's what makes balanced meals balanced is they have to be also maintainable. They have to also make sense for your life forever because if you can't figure that piece out, it won't matter anyway. Just like when I talk about it's your gut health, it's your thyroid that's causing issue it's your hormones great but if you can't eat a fucking vegetable it doesn't matter anyway if you can't drink water it doesn't matter anyway this is that same piece that's that same concept same thought process same mentality if it's not maintainable it won't matter anyway and that is the theme
So uh, that is what a balanced meal is. If you guys have questions around that, uh, please let me know. I actually have some recipe guides and stuff that I'd be happy to share with you. Also, uh, some meal planning stuff if you're interested or like, hey, that, you know, this is a meal planner where it actually kind of shows you like, you know, how to plan for the day of the, the whole month or I'm sorry, the whole week and then grocery lists, shopping and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't give you specific meals, but this is a great way for you to do the fifth piece of this, which is do something that's maintainable for your family. So eat what you love. How can you make things better? What swaps can you use to make things a little bit different, but still enjoyable so that it's something that you love to eat. Okay. That is the key here. All right. So on that note, you guys, I hope you have an amazing Wednesday. Uh, It is a hump day and every day is a great day for a hump, even if it's not a Wednesday. But um, on that note, I will catch you guys on Friday. No filter. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to screenshot and share it with others who may enjoy it too. Don't forget to click the link in the show notes to see the ways that we can work together to start your journey. Always remember that every day is a new day to do better, be better, and begin again.